Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Well, that took about five five minutes. So five times. Oh my god. Sixty seconds times sixty. That's eighteen thousand seconds that we are closer to death. We'll never get back. We'll never get back. Yep, you're welcome. This is my host. Or wait, this is Tim. Welcome, minions. He's Tingle, and this is Tim. Tingle, Tim. Did you get the outfit yet? No. God damn it, Tim. No. No, I'm not gonna get that outfit. What? I'm not gonna try to anyway. We're talking about the DLC for. uh, uh, Dude, you're Zola. an asshole. <laughs> if you haven't figured out what I am, an asshole, but I'm not Tingle Tim anymore. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Tingle Tim. Tingle Tingle. What's everybody, what, what are you going up to this week? Do you Tingle want me Tim? to tell you what I've been doing for all those seconds you've mentioned? Yep. I'm not going to tell you about all of them because it'd be it's probably, probably closer to like 26,000 seconds now, by the way. Um. So this last week was Amazon Prime Day, which Prime is, like, Day. I guess, now a thing. Last year they tried to make it a thing and it wasn't a thing. Well, that's because they did a really shitty job. This year it was a thing. Like, people spent money. I read articles. They spent a lot of money. And I spent money. Um, there was three things I was tempted by, and I got one of them. Okay. So, the ear router system was on sale for 240 Damn. I missed it. I was on the wait list. I was hoping someone would change their mind yeah. and drop it. I never got the notification. Damn. Um, that would have been good. That would have been really good. 60 bucks off is all right. There was also a webcam, which we would have been recording. No, it was 20 bucks off. You said 249 No, 240 Oh. I paid... Two sixty nine per month. Okay, but the retail is two ninety nine. Oh, is it? It is. Oh shit. So that's a good deal. Still, yeah, it's still a really good deal. Seventy, but two forty makes it a lot easier. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't get the webcam. Um, just. I wish I would have known about the webcam. I probably would have pulled the trigger on that because I don't have one. Mm, it'd be good in here, and we could uh, pack my camera up and keep yeah. it for more mobile stuff. Um, the other thing, though, I did get, which was a fifty five inch uh, Samsung four K TV. UHD 4K baby. Yes. Um, so there'll be a future tech talk about that. But I'm going to make today's tech talk 
sort of about it, and you'll see what I mean later. We'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. It's not about the TV exactly. Okay. But it is a tech talk. Okay. Tech talk, tech talk. Because we still don't have fucking music. Damn it, Zach. I know. So I'm not going to hum the Adventure Time theme song. Or we come sing it together. Adventure Time. Come on, grab your fans. This week we had an Adventure Time Tuesday. Half of one. Because what? One of my kids was. How the fuck is it half of one? Because one of my kids was in camp. So I took the other one and, and did all the stuff that she would like that the other one would be annoyed by. So okay. So what'd you do? Uh, we started at the screen door, um, which is hard to get into on the weekends. It's really packed. It's very very. Is that the like popular place downtown Portland waffle? It's place? been in Portlandia. Yeah, it's. It's a trendy place to be. They have really good waffles. Is that the one where you draw on the table or something? No. Um, you don't have time, man. They want you in and out of there. Like, they have packed the tables really tight. Mm. Um, usually there's like 50 people waiting outside Jesus. on a Saturday or Sunday. But uh, Tuesday morning, good time to go. Just mm. a pro tip if you want to go screen door. So we have... Screen door, screen door. We got a table right away because no one else wanted the table we got, which was right by the kitchen. But it was awesome because we got to see all the action. Like, we got to see the expo calling. Need a runner for 47, got chicken waffle in and bubble blade, call out the tickets. That's cool. Yeah, my daughter thought that was awesome. Because um, both listened to SIP podcast and it was cool to see that. Oh, she listens to it too? Yeah, it was nice. cool to see that system and they have some cool systems. Um, so, at, there we got um, one of the things they're famous for, which is chicken and waffles. It's a pumpkin waffle and it's topped with um, fried chicken. Uh, you can go one, two, or three. I went three so I could share with her because she got a bacon pecan waffle. Huh. Which was really rich. It was good. I'm sure it she was. gave me a quarter of it, which is probably a good thing. She she ate the whole thing. She probably got sick. It was that rich. Ah, gross. No, it was good. It was just really rich. Yeah. Um. So yeah, screen door, awesome. Go on the weekdays. Cool. Don't, don't go on the weekend unless you want to wait for literally an hour, yeah. hour and a half. Um, I also took her to Free Geek, which she'd never been to before. Oh, that's a cool place. Yeah, we recycled an old PC um, and some other random... You scrapped it down and everything? No, no, we didn't do that today. Um, we just missed the tour. If I planned better, I could have gone and take, had her take the tour and they could see where she where they stripped down the cases. And Oh, they don't let you just walk through that? No, I mean, no. Oh. There, there are tours twice a day. So basically, once you donate your PC, uh, volunteers open it up. You know, vacuum out all the nasty yeah. spiders and dust. And, yeah. And I've done some volunteer hours there. They're, Have you? They're pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, inside. Then you strip out all the cards. Um, yeah. And you sort and, like, there's a little bin for everything. Your PCI cards and your yeah. hard drives, your CD-ROMs. And then someone, like, evaluates them and tosses some to be recycled and they keep some. So at the front of the... Um, right next to where you donate, there's a thrift store. You can actually, buy them, right? Yeah, they, they build $100 um, Linux builds. Nice. And it includes a $40 um, credit toward a monitor, and they have lots of used monitors. Nice. And if you go with the old-style monitor that hooks up with the... Um, yeah, the old CRT ones? Not the, the CRT, but the, the connection. Oh, the DVIs? Yeah. Yeah. Those are around 30 40 usually. Nice. The ones with the HDMIs are more like 100 Um But anyway, you can, get, you can walk out of there probably with a complete PC, including keyboard, mouse... Um, hard drive monitor everything. monitor yeah uh, running Linux not Windows yeah because Windows would be like almost 100 bucks right there yeah because Linux is free uh, right but you can get a PC you get on the net nice do a lot of stuff so do a lot of Pornhub and stuff like that all the important things yeah all the important things so um, the big thing we were doing for this trip was Powell's and she'd gone through and got all of her like books from like I don't know like preschool up to Grade school, the book she was going to read again because of her mm-hmm. age level. 
and we had um like a big like garage size box like oh, as, Jesus. as big as your table to here um like kind of full of books holy shit and we drove around portland for literally 20 30 minutes to the point where she was frustrated i wasn't getting parking getting parking and we finally just gave up and parked like five blocks away and carried it in yeah i guess you got to carry that you fucker that's right yeah the cool thing was when it was empty they let me check it so we didn't have to haul it back we could just go browse yeah um and they also, the other cool thing was the books they didn't take, they uh, recycled for us. Or nice. donated or whatever, I don't care. Or they sold them. No, I don't think they did. I honestly don't. No. Um, they sort very meticulously. It's cool watching her sort. She would like um, take a razor and scrape off stickers or put tape on the binding. Kind of like, really? to, like you know, get them ready to sell yeah. already. Um, so yeah, she went through all of her books. Took quite a while. Wow. Uh, she'd scan each one and then flip through it. And she'd be looking at something on the computer, like whether they wanted it or not. But all said and done, we got $80 in credit. Holy shit. Right? Um, it would have been 50 if we took cash, I think. Okay. Uh, or, yeah, roughly 50. Um, 80 credit. Um, so I picked an area of the store um, for her to browse with the young adult. Yeah. Said, you stay in this area. and I'm, gonna I'm go. going to the porn section. See you later, babe. Science fiction. Thanks. There's probably quite a porn section of Powell's. I'm for those of you who don't know, um, Powell's... It's like a historical... Is a, Historic, yeah, it's a it's a world famous bookstore. It's a literal city block. I'm not sure why the fuck it ever became world famous. Because it's a literal city block. I get that it's a huge fucking bookstore. Like it has like five levels. It's obviously um, I've never been through the whole like thing. famous authors go and like sign their books there. It's like a, a it's a world destination. Huh. Um, in the sci fi area, for example, there's a pillar that's signed by a bunch of Hugo award award winning authors, and some of them go back to like. Uh, I think there's some 70s. Really? There's really old. Can you, get up, can you get up next to the pole? Yeah. So why didn't you sign it? Because there's plastic over it. Because they're not idiots. Oh. And there's, they already thought about people like you. Um, so what you're saying is I need to bring a razor to cut the plastic away. Yeah, sure. Good luck with that. I'm sure there's no cameras anywhere. So I got Where one, I got one book. She got like 10. Jesus. Um, so she's kind of set for summer reading now. And uh, believe it or not, we were hungry after that, um, so we had a quick slice of pizza across the street. I can't remember the name of the place of it. Hmm. Um, went home, picked up the boy from his camp, and celebrated 7-11 Day. Nice. Because it was 7-11, uh, July 7th, which is, um, on every year, 7-11 gives away free Slurpees. Really? Yep. Little tiny ones. Little, little tiny ones? Little baby ones. I... In previous years, we've actually gone to several 7-Elevens. <laughs> this year, I just took them to one. Um, they got their free Slurpee, which always nice. makes them happy. Now, is this uh, this week's Adventure Time Tuesday? Sweet. The last thing I will mention is um, oh, I forgot to bring it. Darn it. Um, we played. Uh, we went to, after my wife came home. We went to Rusty. Rusty Grape. Grape. Rusty Grape. Yeah. And had some wine and um, wings. And we played one of my Kickstarter projects, uh, Bears vs. Babies. How was that? It was really fun, um, but I didn't know my kids mixed the Not Safe for Work deck in. And so my son was playing what he thought was a gun full of crayons. Big black cock? It was a bunch of colored dildos. He thought they were crayons. I'm glad he thought they were crayons. I know, it was adorable. The rest of us were just laughing. There's like this Gatling gun shooting dildos out. And uh, is it... I'm going to put my crayons on my monster, Daddy. So, yeah. There was that. What's your week look been like? Um, well, other than getting text messages of 
big black cocks from your family last night. Yeah, we did have to send pictures of some of the cards to you. What is this yellow shit on my phone? Did my phone just corrode? <laughs> is your phone just falling apart more now? I think my phone just corroded, people. Live like live on air? air? Like live on air. I'm not... I have nothing yellow on. Um... Would you say it's black and yellow? Black and yellow, black and yellow. Um, what did I do this week? This week I did... Oh, my desk. So FedEx delivered my desk. You did your desk? Most people do people on their desk, not do the desk. I have a weird fetish, Tim. Okay. So tell me about how you did your desk. So the FedEx guy, like, pulled out of the bag of truck and just dropped it that all over. The, across the yep. No, I don't fucking know. It might have been him. I don't know. Um, I've never met that guy, so it could have been him. Um, but he just, like... The desk fell out all over the road, and he just, like, picked it up and tossed it onto my porch and, like, rang the bell and was like, you want to sign for this? So I got on our video ring, and I was like, nope, fucking load it back. I'm refusing to have anybody sign for it. And he got, like, all pissed and, like, grabbed it and, like, threw it back in the back of his truck. Did you get much of that on video? Yeah, I I got him tossing onto my front porch. Oh, we'll have to see that later. Yeah, I'll have to show it to you later. Can our viewers see it? Yeah, I can fucking post it. I don't care. Yeah, let's put it in right right. Here. So, um, yeah, I don't give a shit if they see it. It was just uh, so fucking stupid. So you didn't even bother opening it. You just sent it back. Yeah, because it was just literally just wood pieces laying on my front desk, like on my front doorstep. He like didn't even try like get the box out of the truck. Like, you can, like in the video, you can see this huge ass box like leaning against his truck, and there's like wood slats like on the road, <laughs> and then like on the fucking yeah, it's like 170 pounds. Like don't get me wrong, like it's fucking heavy, but like. The box, like, ripped out because he was trying to, like, manhandle it out of there. And then he, like, tried to give us attitude about it. Yeah. So now it's going to be till August till I get a desk. And... Jeez. Who'd you order from? Wayfair. Don't go to Wayfair.com. All right. I fucking hate Wayfair. My wife, like, loves it. Um, and then other than that, my dad drove in from Alaska. So he was here Monday night, Tuesday night, and then left this morning. Thank God. And then now we're going to see her parents this weekend. So we're just getting it all done. Done and over with. That's what you think. Yep. We're still setting up the house. Yeah. So pretty much every other room besides this room is done. So just this this one? Just this one. That's funny. The the garage is done. Tim came over and helped me unload some uh, massive shelving units. You have to show me. Yeah. They're... So we need to go on break up to show me how they Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like I need one more, but I don't really have the space for it. I mean, I do, but I don't want to go past where they land up. I thought you were going to get an organizer for tools instead. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to do that. So, um, that would actually fix all my issues. Yeah. Um, yard work. Got back into the yard work. That's so, your yard was... So, I got, like, right? weeds in my yard. Oh, okay. So, I put down, like, some, like, weed and feed. And then I had some, like weeds like in the on the side where like the brick wall is Mm -hmm. in the dirt so i just went around sprayed them all and mowed my yard it was really nice i mowed my yard in like half hour instead of like it's a much more hour and a half that used to take me Mm -hmm. um and other than that i was drove to mcminnville today at 11 a.m left my shop in battleground drove to mcminnville and got back to battleground oh god all i hear you saying is that you're doing a lot of <laughs> I mean, kind of, but she makes it look a lot better. So, I mean, did you get to play any games? I did. Okay. Was it the same ones last week? Yep. Okay, well, that's something. 
I can't give you too much shit for that one. Like, if it was, like, NBA 2K16 or 17, yeah. I'd give you a little bit of shit. No, it's Zelda. I've been playing a ton of Zelda. That's cool. So. So you're, like, your map looks like a little crisscross. Switch. Sort of, yeah. Um, right now, I'm just kind of, like, putzing around and trying to figure out. I was looking for... Do you like how I snuck our copyright strike in there? Uh, what? Do you like how I snuck our copyright strike in there? Uh-uh. What? Copyright strike? What? Just Cop- now. You missed it? You want to play again? Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh well. That's okay. You also just closed our episode rundown. That's okay. I can make them. Okay. Right. So anyways, I played Zelda this week. It's kind of fun. I really like it. So not a whole lot to say on that side of it. I found a few more memories, so I think I have like four more to go. Okay. And, uh... Are you getting to the point where you're going to take on Ganon soon? I think I might go finish the other beast. No, you don't have to. You can go straight to Ganon if you want. Okay. So, anyways, what have you been playing this week? Quantum Break. Quantum Break. You've been watching Quantum Break. Um, every now and then, at the end of every chapter, there's a half-hour episode. Okay. And it's all right. Like I've heard some people talk trash. I think it's fine for what it is. It's like a lower. It's not a sixty-dollar game, though. Or is it? No, I'm glad I paid what I paid for, which was twenty. Um, the thing that's annoying about it is the guns are kind of generic, and combat's just okay. It's not like, yeah, this combat's awesome. There's like a power-up system, but you never get you never get the power-ups, the whatever stupid currency it is, yeah. to invest in your power-ups. Like, I've got three. Like, and I'm in chapter four out of five, I think. Jesus. Like, I'm almost in the game, and I've only had, like, two opportunities to power-up power up. the power. And it's like... Why have an upgrade system if you're going to be really stingy with... Yeah, that makes no sense. It's kind of dumb. Um, But I have all the powers I need. I can, you know, stop time. I can make a time bubble around me, which stops bullets. That's cool. My favorite is Dash, where you're going, like, super fast. Oh, nice. Basically, everyone else is frozen, and you're running around. And then you can, like, um, when you get next to somebody, press B, and, like, do this devastating takedown move while they're frozen. Nice. That's pretty fun. Um... I'm getting into the weird time travel story bits, which are like, but time travel story. Oh, bits? it's all about time travel. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Uh, time time breaks. The this uh, guy makes a time machine and breaks time, basically. Oh Jesus! It's about the end of the world because time. If time completely stops, like the world doesn't end. It literally ends. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's Everything like, just stays the way that it was, Tim. No. Yes, it does. There's this really cool scene. Spoilers for Quantum Break, but it's just part of a background thing, really. Um... There's a black dude a in there. A bridge is frozen oh. in time or whatever. And just disappears. But, oh, how does it work? Anyway, a ship phases in out of, and out of time and, and goes right into a bridge. Like, into it. So, like, there's crap flying everywhere. And there's, there's they're called time stutters. Where time will kind of stop for a little bit and then go again. And so you're literally jumping through debris of this collision between this giant uh, freighter and a bridge. It's pretty cool. Hmm. So there's some cool visuals. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, I also bought a DS game, a 3DS game. A 3DS game? Yeah. Oh fuck it. It was uh, it was seven dollars and it looked intriguing. It was it's a Kirby game. It's in 3D. It's called uh, Kirby's Blowout Blast, which sounds like a bad bell movement, but it's I think my son fun. had that earlier. Yeah, uh, Kirby's Blowout Blast is pretty fun. His name's not Kirby, but I think he had a Blowout Blast. Is he big and pink and eats, eats everything? I mean, he he's white. Is that close enough to pink? I mean. If you got the sun a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, I it's can recommend big. it. I can recommend it for 3DS. Um, Sweet. If you're still playing that. No. I kind of wish it was on Switch. Switch, but it is a 3D game. 
So 3DS makes sense, even though the 2DS is coming out. It's kind of funny they launched that now. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, so it just launched and you got it for seven it bucks. Literally just launched. And it's already at seven dollars, or you got some crazy deal. No, it's I bought it digitally, and that's just just the price for it. Wow. I don't think it is in on a disc. I think oh, it's on the okay. Digital. But it was cool to see a Kirby game launch that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Sweet. You ready for some tech talk? Yep. So I want you to squint I want you to squint at this diagram. So I'm getting ready for my 4K TV and I want to know, you know, what I need to get the HDR from my PlayStation 4 Pro. So my PlayStation 4 Pro will probably be the only That 4K, totally makes sense right there. I got the it. The only 4K content I will have for a while. Yeah. So I'm looking up what I need. Just for the PS4. There's a problem. What's that? So, I bought the PlayStation 4 Pro and PlayStation VR, both when they came out. Yes. And it was within a month of each other, if I remember right. Really close together. Well, obviously the two design teams didn't fucking talk to each other. Because you have to take the HDMI from the PS4 Pro and go to the little box that goes with the PlayStation VR. Yes. So, HDMI, PS4 Pro, PSVR box thingy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's another slot, HDMI from the PSVR to the TV. Yes. That HDMI slot is HDMI 1.2. Not 4K. It's not. For 4K, you need 2.0 HDMI standard. I'm simplifying here. But you cannot get HDR content going through their brand new fucking system. How the fuck do you do this, Tim? So... How many HDMI slots do you think are in the back of the PlayStation 4 Pro? One. Yeah. I mean, it'd be alright if there was two. You could, like, okay, fine, fuck it. I'll get one to the PSVR and one to the TV. Yeah. They don't have that. Um, well, so what do I do? This is one, one solution I found online. It involves an HDMI switch, but that's not, that's not the answer I got when I called customer service. Okay, so what's the answer you got when you called customer service? Do you want to hear it? Because I recorded it. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, we'll listen to it right here. I did uh, inform them, by the way, I was recording. Okay. Wait, but I seriously want to listen to it. Okay. We'll listen to it right here. Okay. Do this the right way. I tried to clean up the audio. Like, my side's fine. I shortened it a lot. It was a 30-minute call, including holding. Oh, Jesus. This is down to 2 minutes, 24 seconds. You are trying to hook it up then your actually 4K TV to your PS4, right? In order that you can actually have access to your 4K actually games and actually take advantage of the HDR technology. Right, right, but um, because of the way that the PlayStation VR, the little box that comes out of it, is set up, you have to run everything through it. Um, I have to get from the PlayStation 4 Pro to the PSVR, and then the, from the PSVR to the TV. And um, what I'm reading in the support documentation is that the PSVR only has HDMI 1.2, which doesn't support HDR. So how do I get how do I get the HDR signal from my Pro to the TV? You will need to connect your actually 
Sure, please show for directed to your TV. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sure that you can use in this particular case the 4K and HDR technology. So, and actually, your PlayStation VR mm -hmm. is not supporting that technology. Uh, that's unfortunate since it came out at the same time. Um, but how do I do that? Because I only yeah. have one HDMI out from the PlayStation 4 Pro, and it's connected to the PlayStation VR. Yes, sir. It would be necessary to HDMI cord, and you actually connect a premium cable, actually a version 2.0 premium cable, from your PlayStation Pro to your TV directly, in order that you can actually use, in this case, 4K and HDR technology. If your TV is compatible with actually HDR format 10, which is actually the version right. that your actually PlayStation Pro is using. Yeah, I was looking at those cables. But I guess I'm frustrated. There's no because I'm worried about unplugging and un and replugging. Anytime I want to play PlayStation VR, I'm worried about damaging the port over with that. No, I understand. There's no other solution. Yeah, sir. In this particular case, I again, you're in this particular case. That point, but I'm afraid that the actually the VR box and this PlayStation VR. It is not supporting that technology, so it, it, isn't, it won't be working if you actually connect your PlayStation Pro to your VR mm -hmm. and then to your TV. So it is not working in that way, I'm afraid, sir. You will need to unplug the actually HDMI cable and connect your PlayStation Pro directly to your TV, and, and there is no other alternative. That sucks. So I have two options. Either I keep unplugging cables from the back of my PlayStation 4 Pro, and hope that I don't break the pins inside the dock. Or, I went online and read 13 pages of Reddit of people having this issue. And this is the wiring diagram that they've come up with that involves a particular HDMI switch that can handle 2.0. And this is what you need. <laughs> this is all the wires you need for a TV, your PlayStation 4 Pro, a PSVR, and all these assorted power cables, and it looks like uh, spaghetti, right? Yeah, but I'm only really seeing two extra wires here over what you already have set up. Um, no, there's more than that because there's there's two more HDMI cables involved. Yeah, two extra wires. And this. What the fuck is this? That's the switch. That's the switch. What That's the fuck is That's power. Oh, I thought that was the switch. No, the. The power goes to the TV, the PS, PlayStation 4, and the PS VR unit. It's powered. Okay, so you have the HDMI port with the switch coming out right here. You have one wire going here and then one to the TV. It took literally three months and 13 pages for people to figure this diagram out, though. This, this was not a Sony solution. And, you know, this shouldn't have to be a solution. There should not need to be a, an external there switch. There should not have to be a switch. The, the PlayStation VR... There should be no switch for the PlayStation this 4. This little box, there's no excuse for these people who developed this. They just fucking put the cheapest HDMI port they, they could find. They did. That's all they did. It's really shitty. I bet you we could crack that box and weld in, or, you know, solder in a new... I'd rather spend the 20 bucks on cables and oh, the not, switch, but... That's not too bad. It's not too bad, but, but it's, it fucking it's, sucks. it's annoying and it's... Like, these were literally being developed at exactly the same time, and it's clear that development teams did not talk to each other. Obviously not. It's just, it's fucking annoying. That or PlayStation, like, was too cheap and didn't supply 4K TV, so it never dawned on them. Okay, play, 
Sony makes fucking TVs. <laughs> yeah, but they gave them last year's model too. No, no, no. Sony actually has really good 4K TVs. This is not an issue that should be out there. Like they're on one hand promoting a 4K delivery device, and on the other hand, this VR, which ah, it's just fucking stupid. Okay? They were like, "Hey, nobody's gonna buy this VR, so don't worry about it, man." And Tim's over here like, "Fuck, I bought the goddamn VR." <laughs> Well, it'd be one thing if I could just sideline it, but I literally have to unplug yeah, it. Yeah, that fucking it. sucks. And I'm not going to do that. I'm so, not... did you buy the switch? Not yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, and and three more fucking HDMI cables. Why I... three? Look at the okay. There's one. Yeah, you already have one. Okay, I've got to make sure they're all 2.0. The cables I have now might not be. Okay. So I'm going to get one to here. Wait, why is it coming out of the front of it? It's that's not that's um you have speed. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. One from the PlayStation 4 to the Switch. Mm-hmm. One from the... From the Switch to the, the box. The PSVR. And then this one has to be premium for sure. The one from the Switch to the TV. Well, the one to the PlayStation... So I could actually... You're right. I could probably... So PSVR doesn't matter. Nope. I, you I, just get two. I could use an old one for that. You could get two. Although there was one com... There were several comments on the thread that saying some Switches will just downgrade the signal to the lowest signal that they're getting. So I'm I don't know I'm a little I might spend the extra four dollars for a three foot cable. Yeah. But you gotta see this fucking sucks. this nightmare of, of a wiring diagram. That really fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's my Treats and desserts in hand and mouth. Well, not quite in mouth yet. So I learned that you don't really like pecan pie, which is unfortunate because that's what I brought tonight. <laughs> uh, screen door has one of my uh, favorite. Screen door brewing. No, screen door. Pancake house. Not really pancake house. Cafe. I don't know what they're called. Waffle house. Sure. It's uh, like the Waffle House of the South, but in Portland. Right. Uh, they got a good pecan pie, so I, I got one to go. And I brought it with me, so Woo-hoo! we'll try that. Um, to go along with that, I've got another dessert. S'mores! Campfire, campfire Stout leaves you wanting s'more. One leaves you wanting s'more. Stout brewed with graham crackers and molasses with natural flavor added. Um, 6.5% alcohol by volume. And probably not the high of AB, it doesn't list it. So, that's from uh, High Water Brewing, Campfire Stout. Sweet. Crack that first. Good job. Yep. Looks dark. It's a stout. Where's the line roughly? Something like that. No, that's fine. Smells really fucking good. There's lots of graham crackers in it. And uh, smells chunky. I think they add the marshmallow flavor, and then stouts kind of taste like chocolate anyway because the malt use. Yeah. Here's a little more for you. Alright, cheers. Cheers. 
No, that's good. Oh, that's really fucking good. <laughs> that's a dessert all by itself. But we're having actual dessert. I want to see what you think of this pecan pie. If it changes your mind. If I have an orgasm, Tim, I'm sorry. I'm going to leave the room if you do. <laughs> well, that's actually really good. So I think you just had a shitty pecan pie before. I think so. This mm. is really fucking good. It's hard to find a good pecan pie. Um, it's easy to find shitty pecan pie. Well, this is like a good mixture of like the molasses goo and pecan flavor. Like shitty pecan pie is just all goo with like little tiny stupid mm -hmm. chunks. Look how big the chunks are on top though. Mm. Well guys, this has been episode 150 of Pokemon Play Podcast. We're just going right now. You can all go play games or something, okay? I don't really care what you guys do. Can't stay here though. I mean, I guess we could kick it. Well, I'm kicking it all right. In my mouth. <laughs> all right. Kick it, kick it. Bow, 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 kick it. Since you're telling me you're not going to add kick it music this week. All right. Work, 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 work. Now work, 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 work. One of my favorite movies is The Thing from John Carpenter. What's that? The Thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, um... Set in Antarctica. At, uh, What's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what Antarctica is. It's a research station in remote Antarctica. Isn't and all of Antarctica remote? <laughs> <laughs> I choked to death on a pecan. I'm not doing CPR anymore. I might punch your chest, but that's it. Anyway, they, they discover something buried in the ice. But isn't it all remote? Yeah. I mean, but that plays into it. Like, they're cut off from the world. And then they find something in the ice, and bad shit starts happening. Okay. And they can't really call for help, because they're in... They're in the remote Antarctica. That's what I'm telling you. And, uh... Without giving too much away... Well, this Kickstarter might give something away... Basically, they can't trust each other because the thing in the ice is a whale. No, oh. it's it's a it's a life it's a creature that assumes the form of the host it takes over. Oh Jesus! So then it takes over a dog first. Okay. Um, but then it starts taking over people. So oh, Jesus. people start acting strangely. Everyone becomes paranoid. Doesn't trust each other. It's really good. <laughs> it's a really good movie but it's based on a short story called Who Goes There and this game this board game is is based on the book um, not really the movie but they'll have very similar themes so I'm going to play this um, video that kind of goes through a scenario that you might find in the game playing with growing paranoia you have two goals stay alive and stay human that's why you build things and upgrade them that's why you trade with your friends to other alive and human. You strategize, you try not to stay outside for too long, you don't sleep alone, and you plan for food rounds. Your friends are there to help you too, but it's hard to take food from a cook you don't trust, a bandage from a vulnerable medic, or bunk with a man who might not be a man. You build tiles to better your odds against increasing difficulty. That's why you turn a knife into a hatchet and a hatchet into an axe. You want to help your friends do the same, but if they can't trust you, they will turn on you. So you earn it, you brave the cold, because out there are bonuses your team needs in order to win. But if you encounter the thing, you could get a strike and be left vulnerable, or worse, infected. The boiler may explode, the door might need repair, and the camp could be under a lockdown, but so long as you trust each other, you may survive. However, trust is a hard thing to come by. 
That's the thing about this game. Someone may not be who they seem. Who goes there? So that clip actually explained the game. Um, the clip I wanted to play, um, I'll play in a second. Kind of as a dramatization of the okay. game. Um, but I'll go over the uh, backing levels first before we play that. Yeah. So they had a $54,097 goal. They are already at $157,000. So they are roughly triple funded with 1,752 backers and 26 days to go. Jesus. So this will this will happen. Um, there's quite a few tiers. Um, there's, of course, this the $1 you know. Yeah. Hey, thank you. So to get the base game, you need um, $59. Jesus. Um, this is kind of genius. They've added packs, so you get two more characters. Oh, and fuck And there's, there's several level, levels of that. If you end up buying, if you pay higher, you get better stuff, you mean? Well, there's more characters, like a medic, and like oh, they, add, they add more characters. So um, so you, you start with three to four players, and that includes four characters. But you can get up to six, and then then um, the McGreedy's Bastards level is you get all eight playable characters in the deluxe edition. There's also a hundred and ten dollar level, which is the infection level, Kickstarter exclusive. Um, it's the exact same game as eight character deluxe expedition edition, but with uh, alternate box art. That's cool. So, um, yeah, those two it's levels. It's really are. expensive. These board games like are very pricey. They are. Um, but this one looks cool. It does look really cool. Um, so moving on to the ridiculous top level, uh, early, early level is infection. I guess there's not a ridiculous level. Yeah, there is. Keep going up, 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 up. No, up. Down, 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 right before. Keep going. Keep going. No, I guess the ridiculous level was 110. Yeah, it was a, or there was an early bird for the Kickstarter edition for 105. That's only 10 off, so okay. whatever. Five off. Um, so now I'm going to play you the dramatization of uh, the game, where they have like actors like okay. kind of playing out a scenario that you come across in the game. Huh. All I can say about this game is that my son would actually love being the infected person. Oh, no shit. So would I. <laughs> come on, Tim. You can take this rope. Tim. Tim, you just need screws. Here you go. So, you're right, it is expensive, Tim, but I'm a little tempted. Tim, screws. Tim. Tim. I don't want your screws. Tim, I got wood. <laughs> damn wood. Tim, I got wood. Do you want my screw? <laughs> Speaking of wood, what do, you, what do you have for us for this week's Kickstarter? <clears throat> I got a one-eyed monster. What's that? It's your dick. Except for you've got tits and a vagina, apparently. This is very odd complex you put me in, Tim. Um, the Readable Eye Anthology is a collection of three erotic douching featuring adorable one mono eye girls brought to life by artist Morisagi. So they're one-eyed monsters? With vaginas. They don't look like penises at all. Did you, uh, did you see what I put on the outline for the picture for this? No, I didn't. Oh, that's... What does it say? Zach, Pax, Brand. I want to 69 your beard while we kiss girls all over Pax. Play with your hair too. I would like that. Love your monster girlfriend, Horn Girl. What the fuck? The fuck is that? Where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> to, uh, someone to promote this case. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Nice. Oh, nice. Good, <laughs> nice. That's really good luck. Okay, let's reset our actions. All right, and ooh, hunger pangs, everyone. Right. All right. Need some rope. Please tell me you have rope. I've got some rope. You can take it. I have some screws. If you have some wood, we can make a club. I can search for more on my turn, but I have to fix the boiler too. Look, I can fix the boiler. Could you search for some rope for me? I have some metal. All I need is rope to make a knife. That sounds good. I have wood. And a knife. Take them. Take them both. Hey, is anybody going outside this round? It's a sleep round next round. I don't want to sleep alone. Face it. If you want this stuff, I'm your best bet. <laughs> Sorry, I made like this kind of ad lib uh, word generator. You could put like, um, I, I finally picked beard. I did pick an, a more sensitive body part for you, but I thought beard was funnier. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not sure if the audio is good for this or not. Um, the last part's in Japanese, but the first part's fine. Okay, well, we're gonna go and let them talk about it. Hi, my name is Mike Ingraham. And I'm Harry Redinger. And we want to show you the Readable Eye Anthology, which is a collection of three mono-eye doujinshi by the artist Geo Saifen. Together, we've published probably over 10,000 pages of localized manga content in the United States, and we're super excited to show you this new uh, work that we just got our hands on. So we're really excited about this project because GeoSiphon's artwork is amazing and I'm a huge fan of Monster Girls in general. So given the opportunity to work on um, some mono eye doujinshi is really exciting for me. And GeoSiphon has also agreed to do some really unique things for this project, which I'm excited for and I hope you are too. The first thing he's agreed to do is revise uh, the first edition, the first volume in the series, and add two new pages to it. So this is completely new content um, that I haven't seen and he's working on. Um, so it'll be completely new in Japan and the United States. Next thing he's agreed to do is a completely new cover design, which will show progress of as the project goes on. So you'll be among the first in the world to see it. Uh, which is really amazing and incredible, and we're really thankful that he'll do this for us. We also have some really cool backer tiers, uh, which include a t-shirt with his artwork on it, um, which looks really awesome, and I can't wait to get my hands on one of them. And he also agreed to do five original illustrations, um, which we have up. So you'll be getting a one-of-a-kind illustration signed by him, which we will print on high-quality paper and send it to you. So you better frame it and put it up and send us some pictures. Our ambition does not end with just this project. We want to bring you art books, we want to bring you music, and more. We want to bring you more of the things that you love from Japan, the things that other people won't bring over, the things that you love. We want you to be able to support the artists you love. We want you to find new artists. We want you to be a part of the global culture of Dojin Works. And we would love to facilitate you, and we'd love for you to join us on this journey. So as you guys just heard, 
And I didn't because I was looking at my one-eyed monster. Um, Awkward. Yep. $20,000 is what they're looking You're for. You're welcome, by the way, to YouTube listeners or watchers that I've cut off the video at waist level. You're welcome. Yep. Um, by the way, I do video editing, so I'm leaving it in. So, $20,000 is what they're looking for. They currently have 3973 with 107 backers with 13 days ago. So, it's looking kind of sketchy. $1 gets you a thank you. One backer did that. $5 gets you a fidget spinner because, you know, who all wants an ecstasy of a fidget spinner with her tits going around on the thing? $10 gets you the Odonalar, which gets you the DRM-free PDF of the book. 15 gets a digital download slash postcard set. Um, you can actually get it for $25 at the Kite Crow backing level. Um, the big granddaddy of them all is $500, Pillar of the Publisher. What? Original signed illustration by Musugari. Your name on the credits page, numbered paperback, digital download, postcard set, Kickstarter exclusive t-shirt. You will receive the reward. Uh, all the rewards above and an original illustrated sign, illustration signed by Morisagi. Can we uh, so, back this in Q's name? <clears throat> we could, but I'm not doing it at $500 level. Okay. So. Maybe the lower level. Maybe the lower level. How is it doing again as far as being back? Oh, it's doing terrible. It needs, uh, still needs about $16,000. Wow. 16000 That's expensive for a book. Three sixteen. Thirty-seven. Mm -hmm. Kind of a niche uh, title. Like, you know, one-eyed monster girls are your thing. Yeah, one-eyed monster girls. What are they called? Mono-eyed. Yeah. Mono-eyed. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, anyways, guys, that's this week's kick it. You ready over to games? Game news and industry events. Yeah, um, I thought this was kind game of news. this was major game, news. Game news. Yeah, I'm not buying this shit anymore. Logitech bought Astro Gaming. Yeah, I'm not buying the product anymore. That's like wow. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're way bigger, so let's destroy our competition. Yeah, the PC, like, this uh, article from CNET, um, the subtitle is, The PC Peripherals Company Hopes to Crack the Console Gaming Market, which is clearly what they're trying to do. I mean, they have, like, we were just talking about their webcam. Um, they've got keyboards and mice, obviously. Um, they also, obviously, want some console action. With, but I mean, you know, they have decent headsets. Logitech? Yeah. But gamers don't wear them. I mean, some they do. They really don't. Some do. Really? Yeah, they have okay. some esports teams. Compared to Astros? Maybe not compared to Astros, but I'm not buying an Astro now that Logitech owns it. So anyway, Astro Gaming. You know how much it would cost for to buy them? So, One point six mil. That's cheap. No. What? No, no, it's not more than that. One point six mil is nothing. That's like a house in Beverly Hills. Uh, that's true. So we're gonna go with forty-two mil. Double it. 84 mil? 85. All cash Holy deal. shit. Logitech dropped 85 million to buy it. Um, according to their press release, they were very specific about why they bought it. They want to expand their product line into the game console market. So, I mean, they're willing to do that for 85 million. I'm not doing it. So I guess we'll never own an Astro. <laughs> I will never own an Astro now. Um... Well, Astro won't be Astro anymore. I guarantee you they're going to rebrand it all as Logitech. You think they will? I think so. It'll be, I'm not sure they will. It'll be Logitech Astros. I, I think they will be Logitech Astro I brand. think they want to bank on the Astro name for the console market. They will have Logitech Astros. I bet you anything. Well, they're not the only company that's been busy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Valve recently banned more than 40,000 Steam accounts. 
Oh, fuck, I haven't been on in a while. I don't think you have to worry. Okay, why'd they ban them? Um, Valve sends out a steady stream of data that third-party sites like Steam Spy use to make sense of of what goes on. So this uh, site's Steam database figured out the number of account bans. Okay. Um, so the Steam summer sale ended on July 5th, and the SteamDB site detected a massive spike in bans with an estimated 40,411 accounts shut down. Holy shit. So... A lot of cheaters take the opportunity of a Steam sale to stock up on cheap copies of games like Counter-Strike Global Offensive and <coughs> spin up multiple accounts in order to test which hacks are discovered Yes. Um, by the Valve anti-cheat system. So they create like you know a dummy account, they buy a cheap game, and then they see which cheats Steam will shut down. So it's, okay. kind of, it's, like, a, it's like a test. So they're expecting to be shut down, but they're buying hundreds of copies of cheap games... So they can build their cheat engines or something. By the way, I just accepted your Steam trade. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, can build my little badge. Appreciate it. Yeah. I'm glad you got banned. So yeah, this is like a weird cheating thing that you don't have to worry about. It's really fucking weird. But in the purge, um, $8,000 worth of cosmetic skins kind of disappeared because of the ban. So I'm not... It's kind of cool that this third-party site can... Can figure all this stuff out that Steam's doing. Because this isn't from Steam, this is from, like I said. Yeah, this is a third party stuff. A third party database tool called SteamDB. So, Xenomax. They used to make games. Now they're in the lawsuit game. They've been suing people, but now they're being sued. Oh, nice! Who's suing them? Um, A music musician. Oh, Jesus. So, um, do you remember this commercial? Fallout 4, The Wanderer? Mm mm. Well, I just played it. Oh, uh-huh. That one? Yeah. Um, so the musician who wrote The Wander did not appreciate his oh, song. fuck, they used it without asking? Well, kind of. Um, let's get specific. The um, singer-songwriter's name, Dion Dimushi, simply known as Dion, and... He did sign a contract with them, but he was supposed to be able to bargain for a better rate or prohibit the use of the song if he didn't like the way the song was being used. So they just went and ran it in the commercial and didn't consult him on it. And he, well, let's, I'll read his own words about what he said about the commercial that they used his song with. Um, hang on. Dion found the ads objectionable because they featured repeated homicides in a dark dystopian landscape where violence is glorified as sport. The killings and physical violence are not to protect innocent life, but are instead to repugnant and morally indefensible images designed to appeal to young consumers. Holy shit. So, he is suing them. Which is kind of poetic justice, because Zenimax... Sues everybody else. Okay, I've lost track of how many people they've sued now. They had the, of it's got to be up to like at least double digits. They have to be part of the reason why Oculus Rift is doing so terrible right now. Oh, I guarantee you. Um, but there's another lawsuit they were in too. I can't even remember now. Oh, there was, uh, I think, Google. They sued Google over the Google Cardboard. But yeah, um, they make, though they have made some good games. Like Prey, I think they made the, um, what's that stealth game? The Whale Punk. Anyway. Whale Punk? Well, yeah, it's like steampunk, but with whales. Um, no fucking idea. It's like Thief. It's, fuck. 
It's on the tip of my brain. People are yelling at me right now. It's the title, but it's not helping me. It was the event we went to um, that was really lame at PAX. Last year? Yeah, in the hangar. In the hangar? Yes. Oh, Fortnite. No. That was like three years ago. Uh, Last year. Last year. A hangar? Yes. What hangar? It was like a museum thing. There was boats. Oh, the one that we did outside and everything? Yes. Um, it was... It's a goddamn game. Oh, goddammit. <laughs> you played it. Um, um, it's the second one. It is. The stranger is a, a pivotal character in it. He gives everybody their powers. Totally drawing a fucking blank. It's pissing me off. Hold on. I will figure this out. Zen See, Zenimax is so bad we can't even remember their games now. Just while You liked the first one. I did like the first one. The second one, I don't know. It didn't quite hit with me as well. Well, they haven't actually like put out a game by themselves since 2007. Well, they're the parent company of Bethesda. So, they're co- that means that So, it was a Bethesda game mm-hmm. that they put out last year. Yeah, and it wasn't Fallout 4. It was... The no, standard. it was... Uh, you sound like old people trying to remember a movie. Yep, we do. Let's have some more pecan pie. Let's have some more pecan pie. It was... Dishonored. That's right, Dishonored 2. Um, so anyway, we can't remember their games anymore, just the fact they get sued. So I've yeah, never played it? Dishonored, so... Cinemax, I hope you have a bunch of good lawyers, because apparently you don't need game developers. Apparently they fucking do, they're suing everybody. Or being sued. Yeah. I wonder if that artist saw that fat money from from Facebook. For everybody else, and was face, just like, Facebook yes. and this, but I, yes. I, I want a piece of that. I want a piece of that pecan pie. Exactly. Well, speaking of games, do we have some game releases this week? Gorn Steam Early Access PC. Gorn sounds like an old timey swear word. It does I'm gonna Gorn you? Are you not? Okay. Tuesday, July 11th. Final Fantasy 12: The Zodiac Age PS4. Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Episode 1, Hero in Residence. Did you get that for your son? No, but he was really excited about it. Why didn't you request it? I didn't do that. I guess I could. I don't want to review it. <laughs> you don't fun. have to. Just give it to your son. Hmm. Hmm. Don't think about it. PS4, Xbox One, PC, MotoGP17, PS4. I believe you can check that out, out over at TheButtonSmashers.com. I believe you're right. Fable Fortune, PC, Xbox One. I want to see what the fuck that's about. What the fuck's Fable Fortune? There's one down here. I know you want to check out. Get Google Fable Fortune for me really quick. Mm. The Bellows, PSVR. Black the Fall, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Day D Tower Rush, um, PS4. Derelict Fleet, PS4. Echoes of the Fae, Don't Be Gay, The Fox's Tale. PS4. That's actually not the name, guys, but it's actually just uh, Echoes of the Fae, The Fox's Trail, sorry. Fantastic Contraption, PSVR. Hunting Simulator, PS4. That's the one I thought you'd want. I kind of would like to check that out, actually. Iron Cryptical. Crypt. Crucible? Nope, that's not Crucible. What the hell? Cryptical. Yeah, Cryptical. Cryptical. That's not a word. PC, PS4, Xbox One, Leap of Fate, PS4, Mr. Pumpkin Adventure, Vita, <laughs> Mr. Shifty, PS4. So it wasn't on PS4 yet? No. Got to, it went to Switch first, that's really cool. So I'm really into Serial Killers. Yeah. 
These guys are the people that come in right after. Serial cleaners. So that's a top-down thing that looks like Hotline Miami, and you're literally a cleaner, like, trying to clean up the bodies before the police go. Oh, that's fucking funny. PS4, Xbox One, PC. Transport Giants. Or Transport Giant, sorry. PS4, you can only take one at a time, guys. Warlocks vs. Shadows, PS4. Yami Yama, PS4. July 12th, The End Is Nigh, PC. Energy Balance, PS4. And Thursday, July 13th. As Divine Cross 3DS and Frisky Business PS4. I looked that one up. It looks terrible. What the fuck is Fable? It's a Hearthstone knockoff using oh, Fable Jesus assets. Jesus Christ, never mind. It's a card combat. Card. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. It's basically Fable Hearthstone. Gotcha. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode, guys. So don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at Plug and Play Cast, YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. Give us a like, comment, review us over there. Hit us up on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. You can always check us out over at the Buttonsmashers.com and Plug and Play Gamer. Got play Plug and Play Gamer.com. So until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine.